Greetings, everyone, and welcome to Game On. I'm your host, Jerry Jacob. This is a new show produced by She Got Game Media, and it's all about success stories. Our guests are game changers, celebrities, as well as successful rising stars in business, music, and the arts. This is not your average talk show. On Game On, each guest is asked to share five winning strategies or ideas that have made and continue to make them successful. Hopefully what they have to offer will inspire and motivate you to elevate your brand and get your game on. Today, getting this game on is a native of Miami Beach, former city commissioner and three-term mayor of Miami Beach from 1985 to 1981, and author, Mr. Alex Dowd. Alex, welcome to Game On. Thank you so much, Jerry. It's an honor to be here. Great. Again, I apologize for the uh, technical difficulties in the beginning, so I'm looking forward to a great show. Uh, in serving three terms as mayor, the height of Miami's uh, cocaine trade and Fidel Castro's infamous mayoral booklet, please tell us briefly of your experiences uh, that you write in your book, Sins of South Beach. Well, Jerry, it was a very, very inter- interesting time, and it was a very unfortunate time. It was a, a period whereby um, our city, our community, our entire country suffered so much at the hands of uh, a major dictator, uh, Fidel Castro, and it was really a terrible time. It was uh, a period in our history that we should not really forget because of the cataclysmic effect it had in our community. Uh, Miami Beach at one time had the largest single population gathering of Holocaust survivors in the entire world. And it was a very peaceful community. It was a tourist community. It was a visitor's community. But it also was a very nice local community, Jerry. We had families, and it was a beautiful uh, beautiful city, and um, Castro's criminals poured into our community, and it was an absolute horrific effect in our entire country, and it developed eventually into the cocaine cowboys, and it developed eventually into um, the Miami Vice era. Yes, I remember the show very well, and you were in the thick of it. Unfortunately, yes, we were, and the the Miami Beach Police Department and the the Miami Police Department and the Dade County uh, Police Department were were in the thick of it, and they they don't get enough credit, Jerry, and and our entire community does not get enough credit of uh, what 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 transpired. We on Miami Beach lost two wonderful uh, police officers, uh, Donald Kramer, who was forty three years old, and. Scott Rakow, who was 26, and he left a uh, six-month-old infant when he was murdered, and both were at the hands of uh, involvement of of, uh, Castro's criminals uh, that came to our country uh, through naivety of of, uh, President Jimmy Carter. And unfortunately, it's, it's, it's a past of our history we should never forget. But there were also some great bright spots in Miami Beach. I, I grew up and I, I unfortunately contracted polio, and I was always picked on. So my mother uh, in, uh, at the time uh, knew uh, Chris Dundee and Angelo Dundee, and she took me to uh, Fifth Street Gym 
which was uh, the hub of uh, world championship boxers. And uh, I had a tremendous steel brace on my leg, and I was 12 years old. And my uh, mother had the uh, courage to bring me up there and start me training as a fighter. And when I was up there, I, I had the opportunity to meet some of the greatest athletes in the world. I had the opportunity to train with Muhammad Ali and even had the honorable distinction of being the only politician that got punched in the face by Mohammed. I, I used to spar with him regularly, which was a lot of fun. And uh, I used to also uh, met Rocky Marciano, Sugar Ray Robinson, and and and, and many of the great fighters. Uh, and, and it was just a great period in the history of Miami Beach and its, its memories. And, and one of the things I've learned and, and the best things I, I, I can try to convey to people is never give up on your dreams, especially with the young people. When I go out and talk, I, you know, it, it's, it's a difficult world we live in today. You know, I wish it wasn't the way it is, but times are, are very hard, and it's it, it, it can get very difficult. I mean, there's a lot of negativity in the world. There's drugs, there's alcohol, there's dope, there's there's all sorts of, 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 of horrible things that can go wrong in your life. But no matter what happens to you, no matter what, what occurs, don't don't let those negative effects, those those detrimental things destroy you. Uh, I, I saw Muhammad Ali overcome absolutely some of the worst and, and, and downfall back in the 60s. It was horrific, uh, uh, the, the environment uh, at the time. Uh, segregation was rampant, and Muhammad Ali uh, rode to the top, by constantly making rhymes and, and, and joking and everything. And I can remember we used to uh, run around Bayshore Golf Course, and you're familiar with it, at uh, 12 at night. Mm -hmm. And uh, I was uh, one, of the, one of the fighters that used to run with Muhammad. And there was me and Jimmy Ellis and Gomeo Brennan and Louis Rodriguez. And I was the only white fellow. And invariably, <clears throat> the police would stop us. And they'd immediately look at me because they recognized everyone else as being a world champion. And they'd say to me, uh, what are you doing here? And I'd say, I'm with my friends. Uh, uh, we're fighters. And uh, one of the police would invariably say, but you're white. And Mohammed would get a big smile on his face and he says, uh, it's not his fault. Uh, he's been sick lately. You know, so he would always deal with everything with laughter and 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 a lot of uh, humor, and I always remembered that. I always knew that no matter what happened in your life, don't let the negativity destroy you, Jerry. I see. I see. So in your in your book, basically, you're you're detailing your experiences, which you're sharing with us today, as well as uh, you know what you feel. Uh, will be the future in Miami Beach as well? Yes, definitely, Jerry. I think that uh, our future in, in, in our, our, our city and in our country is going to be very bright. I think that this generation is going to be the best generation we've ever had. Uh, I think that we have some great, great, um, great people coming out. I know uh, 
I see my son and I see all of his young friends around him. My son's graduating medical school this year, and uh, he's going on to dermatology, his residence in New York. And uh, I, I, I feel very good about this generation, and and hopefully I, I, I feel that, uh, you know, the best is yet to come, and for Great. all of us. Uh, and, it, it's wonderful to hear, uh, you know, your optimism. Uh, I don't think we hear enough of it. Uh, so with that in mind, I think you, Alex, you touched on, you know, one uh, idea uh, that you shared with us when you got to Dreams. And, uh, you know, the format of the show is really to share with us uh, maybe five ideas or five words in regard to success uh, that, that will inspire others. So can you uh, elaborate on some of them that you, uh, you could share with us? Well, I, I think one of the greatest uh, uh, words that I, that I could possibly uh, put together and, and, and the ones that, that I would share with people is first of all the ones would 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 deal with dreams. I think that uh, you know if you have a dream, go after it, and 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 when you have dreams, make sure that you 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 don't give up on it. So I I I've used the terms when you have dreams that you uh, have with them. Your dreams, you have devotion, desire, dedication, and uh, most of all that you stay committed to them, that you never give up. And that's the one of the things that I I really hope that, that all of all of the younger generation do. That they turn around and they stay with that and they they follow that. I know one of the items that one of the words that you identified was uh, and you talk about it here uh, but one word is, is a little bit different than I've seen before is the idea of devotion. Or I, I, do you mean devotion? Do you mean loyalty? What, what a, could you elaborate on that a little bit more? Well, I, I think that the thing that's most important, I, I, I mean, when you want to go after something, you've you got to be dedicated. You've got to realize that, that it's going to be hard to achieve. You've got to be devoted. You've got to go ahead and... and not give up. You've got to be determined. You've got to have desire. You've got to have real desire. I mean, one of my favorite stories was about a young child that was born in the backwoods of Tennessee that developed polio at the age of five and rheumatic fever. And the doctor said she'd never walk again. And her mother always said that she could she could run her fastest race and climb her highest mountain if she'd never give up. And that young child turned out to be Wilma Rudolph. Wow. And in 1960, Wilma Rudolph won more gold medals than any other woman had ever done in the Olympics prior to her time and set more world records. So if Wilma Rudolph could do it with polio and a rheumatic fever, Imagine what we can do by just following our dedication, our devotion, our desires, and our determination. Because that's what Wilma Rudolph had from her mother. And that's all I can give 
an offer. When I ran for mayor of Miami Beach, there was so much against me, and I set the bar that no mayor had ever been reelected. No mayor had ever won three consecutive terms. But I was determined, and I was absolutely dedicated to do that. And one of the things I learned, most important, was to listen to people. If we in life just took the time to listen to what other human beings are saying, we'd have a much better world. And you can learn so much from listening. I, I can remember once that we used to have beautiful lunches for the Jewish vocational services for the elderly people. And I used to go and sit with the elderly people. And I'll never forget there was a gentleman that used to dress up beautifully with a tie and a coat. And I would sit and talk to him one time. And, and he was an elderly man. He looked withered and old, but very prideful. And I'd always sit, and I'd say, what did you do? And he says, oh, I used to teach physics. I said, really? Where'd you teach? And he said, Princeton. I said, oh, that's interesting. And I said, were you involved in anything? He said, uh, you know, I was involved in the Manhattan Project. I said, excuse me? I said, you were involved in the Manhattan? He said, yeah, we, we were involved. I, I worked with Dr. Albert Einstein and Robert Goddard. We, we were involved in... in, in the theoretical analysis of of producing the atomic bomb. Wow. I couldn't believe it. Here was a little old man that had changed the course of history, that had absolutely opened up the world and ended the war, for better or for worse, sitting having lunch in Miami Beach, surrounded by elderly people that no one knew, no one recognized, and no one really cared about. Well, I, I think it is exactly as you said, uh, Alex, um, uh, your ability to, you know, to just listen, uh, to ask the questions and care enough to listen and and. Uh, my God, it, it opens up so many stories about um, you know such unique people such as such as this gentleman. But Jerry, all of us have such unique stories, such unique histories, and such unique backgrounds, and you can learn so much. I mean, when I wrote my book, and I had never written a book before, Jerry, I, I, yeah. I had no no blueprints about how to write a book. And I sat down as a novice writer wanting to tell my story. And I think all of us have a book within us. All of us mm -hmm. have a story that is absolutely burning to get out. And we don't know how to do that. And if we just listen to other people tell their stories, it really helped me in being able to develop my story and being able to to write other stories. And I, I've learned so much by just listening to other people, Jeff. You know, was, and, uh, and, and. No, certainly a wonderful story, Alex, and I, I'm, I really appreciate that you took the time to share with us um, the words and the ideas, uh, dedication, devotion, determination, desire, uh, especially dreams, and, and really part of the you know, surrounding that is all about uh, effective listening. 
Uh, with that, Alex, uh, can you tell us what are your future plans and where can people you know, buy the book, Sins uh, of the City? Well, thank you, Jerry. I, I, I forgot about plugging the book, but you're very kind. Uh, they, can, they can find it on uh, Amazon. Uh, uh, Amazon's been very good, and, uh, and also um, I, they, Amazon has a, a location for it. And, in, uh, and when they purchase the book, I'll be glad to, to personally autograph it for them. And, uh, and I'll also be available if anybody wants to uh, go ahead and, and contact me directly or has any uh, ideas about uh, wanting to um, uh, get some help in writing a book. Uh, I, Amazon gives out my phone number. I'll be happy to give it out on the radio. If it's all right to do that, Jerry, I don't know. Uh, it's, I'm, it's totally I'm very up open to, you to people. And, and, yeah, my phone right. number is 786 a- uh, three four six three four five six for those that are interested. It's seven eight six three four six three four five six. I've helped a lot of people start to write books, and uh, I've helped a lot of people try to get their lives back together. Um, one of the things I did in my book, and and I I got indicted uh, on a forty one count indictment. Now, forty one counts for those that that don't know our legal system. Al Capone was indicted on five counts, and he went away for a long time. I, I was facing life in prison, and um, the f- prosecutors offered me two and a half years. And me being a fighter coming up Fifth Street, Jim, I went to trial. I hired the greatest lawyer I could find, Roy Black. And I was only convicted on one count, one count out of 41. Uh, Eleven counts were not guilty. Now, the lessons I learned in that trial benefit me for the rest of my life, but I also learned about adversity and about what you go through. And I think that individuals have to realize that when you have horrific decisions that you face in life, and we all do, you've got to be very careful what happens when you decide what you're going to do. Because whatever you decide, it's going to have ramifications for the rest of your life, for you and your family, your loved ones, and everyone else. And I, I think one oh. of the problems that we, I'm sorry, Jerry, go ahead. No, I just wanted to. Again, we, we we're kind of wrapping up, so I wanted to just refresh uh, again uh, the specific ideas that uh, that you had mentioned, and uh, I appreciate the time uh, again. Uh, we we recommend that people you know go to Amazon, purchase the book, and they can actually read on okay about uh, you know the story that you have to tell. So I, I appreciate your time. Uh, thank again, you very thank much, you. Jerry, and thank you for having me on. Great. Again, thank you for listening to Game On. Please tune in every Tuesday at 11 a.m. on Block Talk Radio, Game On with Jerry Jacobs, or listen to all interviews on Facebook.com. Slash Game On with Jerry Jacob. And we're also on iTunes with the same suffix, which is Game On with Jerry Jacob. Again, Mr. Alex Dow, thank you for being a great guest on Game On.